Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thank you so much for tuning in to hang out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is your Florida State post-game show. You'll hear from us, and we'll hear from you and fan feedback. We've got a lot to talk about. There was plenty that's happened, and since the 24 hours of the game, there's plenty more that's happened as well, and we are going to get into all of it here in a second. But first, as always, let's hear what Coach has to say after the game. And what do you think happened at the end there just with the defense and, and what Jordan Travis was able to see it? Well, I mean, obviously he broke contain. He went down the sidelines. I saw some guys closing in on him. And it's, uh, you know, it's a very delicate thing when you had a personal foul penalty earlier in the game, you know, on the quarterback. And when those guys are running the sidelines, if you go at them full speed and you get them, and then they go out of bounds, it turns into a 15, you know, 15 yard penalty. So I thought some guys were pulling up and uh, he kept tippy-toeing down the sideline and turned it into a huge play. Hey coach, is there any update on Todd Harris and why he didn't travel? No update. Do you plan on uh, keeping Schrader as starting quarterback? Or I will check the tape. Well, I think he did some really good things out there, but I will check the tape. Yeah, with Chris Elmore coming back this, this week, uh, he was doing a lot of lead blocking. He was helping with a lot of, you know, when Schrader was going and rolling out, he was setting up lead blocks. And on that touchdown run, he had a key block at the beginning of the play that helped that break. Uh, what can you say about his play today and how much he kind of means to that run-blocking attack that you guys have? He did good things, but he didn't do everything good, and I don't mean that as a negative. We're really happy that he's back. He's no, he's rusty. You know, he's, he's missed a lot of, you know, I want to say he's missed four games if my numbers are right, but uh, we need him back. He's a, he's a heartbeat of this football team, and he's one of our super seniors, and we need our leaders on the football field. Last year was something totally different, and... Uh, you know, we're going to be able to compete. We're going to be able to battle. Some teams are going to be better. There's nothing you can do about that. But uh, we're going to be able to put an effort forward. This team has got some stuff to it. They show you anything today? That oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. Grandpa's proud. They, they did some work today. <laughs> they did some work. We're going to go back. You know, anytime that you go for it on fourth down, you don't get I think it's the first time we've missed on fourth down this year. So, you know, 
it's hard to be perfect in that down and distance. Just ask some of the teams that have been playing. But, uh, you know, we'll go back and check. I think there was – we can do better. You know, their quarterback was able to make a lot, obviously, with their feet, and you might have already been asked about this, but how do you go about addressing that in practice moving forward and, and trying to shut down a mobile quarterback? Well, you, you know, you got to it's, – it's interesting when you have a quarterback that's, that's – that is that mobile that can still throw the ball because he can beat you with his arm, he can beat you with his legs, and then you have to, you're trying to pass rush him, and if you leave a lane open and he steps through, you either got a whole bunch of guys deep playing zone or you got a whole bunch of guys with their back turned to the quarterback playing man-to-man, and that's what people are moving to. You know, I'm not saying that that's the way football is being played, but the more mobile your quarterback, you know, if he can throw the ball as well, you have some, you have a lot of options. Coach, obviously, Tonch Harris doesn't make the trip, and, and he's not the only one, and you're not going to comment on what exactly went into the decision. I understand, but what did you lose? What were you without exactly with Tonch Harris not here? I don't talk about people that weren't here. We had more than enough in that locker room to win. We're disappointed that we came up three points short, but we had more than enough in that locker room to win this game. All right, the Coach Montage is brought to us by the Spotify Green Room app. Go to your iOS or Android stores, download the app. It's free. All you need is a username, an email address, and a password. Sign up today, and you can follow us at Cuse Militia. Uh, sign up for notifications. When we go live during fan feedback, you will get that notification, and maybe you can hop in. You can either just listen live, or you can chat live, or you can request to speak. And the best thing is you don't have to just follow us, which is amazing, because you can either do your own thing follow someone else you don't have it's not just sports it's all kinds of things to do on that app so again go to your ios or android stores today download the spotify green room app it's free just do it all right joe so let's get it out of the way and uh it is taj harris and um so when i put the montage together there was no final word Joe, we spoke yesterday. You, you thought it was a wrap for Taj Harris. Um, I was remained optimistic, and uh, when I heard the press conference today, as soon as I put it together, as soon as I heard it, before I put it together, I texted you. I said, "It's a wrap. <laughs> Taj Harris is is going to be out." So, with that yep. said, with that said, I wish him luck wherever he goes. I hope that. Uh, he can um, his dreams of being in the NFL. I hope that he can reach those dreams, and I hope that uh, the move he makes is going to be the best one for him to do so. But uh, with with that said, I think uh, the distraction of whatever m- may have been going on is, is sometimes it's best to um, move on and, and find a place that better fits you. And obviously with the quarterback carousel, I don't know if he was real satisfied. Only two touches last week, decided not to travel. Don't know what that conversation was, or I don't want to even speculate on it, but obviously he wasn't here. Coach, obviously very, not very happy sounding, obviously. Um, you know, I mean, the writing was on the wall there, Joe. So, yeah. What, what, so let, let me ask you this, okay? Because mm. I'm looking at this team yesterday. And we'll get into more of the specifics of it. But without Taj there, uh, you know, coming in that game, you're like, oh, man, you know, well, you know, guys did step up. Guys did step up from Garrett Trader, um, Courtney Jackson, Damian Alford. He caught a couple. Anthony Queeley. I mean, they, they, they helped out. 
they helped out and um yeah. you know they stepped up and now it's their time to shine kind of like when abdul adams and uh jarvie and howard opted out and sean tucker stepped up i mean this is their time They're who's fighting for first basically so um yeah well you have a situation where taj harris he came in for the whole orange is the new fast right when dungey yeah. was still here and devito was there slinging it around um devito is probably his guy believe that from the same state and uh then throwing him the rock for you know three years straight um, and that's why Taj came, you know, he didn't come to catch two, two balls for, for 20 yards and, um, and then block the rest of the game. Right. So, um, it's just a situation where, you know, things have kind of changed. And now that we see Schrader coming in, um, obviously the, the running attack and the way our line plays and everything, I mean, there's been a shift in, in how how our offense runs stuff and you really can't blame the guy for going i wouldn't blame tommy if if he followed him to be perfectly honest with you uh and you know at the end of the day you want guys that want to be there and if you're gonna make if you you know you're gonna create drama and you're gonna create some stuff with inside the team and inside the locker room just because you're not getting your balls then i mean um you gotta go so um good player Good player. And he deserves he deserves to go and play somewhere where he's going to get those you know eight to ten targets and play on a team that's you know uh, up pace and stuff like well, that. Well, where he so. can showcase what he has, and obviously he's talented playing at this level, and he he if he can go somewhere and showcase what he's got and he can better himself, then so be it. But um, I got a lot of butts to this because I'm so. Like, look, I want what's best for the team at the end of the day. Taj wants to do what he wants to do. I wish him best of luck. To me, it's a situation where we're approaching halfway through the season. I mean, we're waiting. We're still, everybody's kind of still waiting for things to develop. I thought yesterday was a huge step forward. Well, maybe not a huge step, but it was a good step forward in Garrett Trader's development, in my opinion. Um, he really did play a lot better through the air, you know, and obviously what he did on the ground was. Excellent, you know, but he yeah. played. I, I thought he played better through the air and could have would have been more opportunities for Taj at the end of the day. And you know, Taj had he's had a case of the drops he's here and there too. So in the mm, past, yeah, I mean, it's not you know, again, I think that it's one of those things where they you know they, they've chosen their quarterback, so to speak, at this point, and now. You know, you got to figure out how to make the passing a little bit better. The passing was better this week than it was last week, and he's going to have to get you know his he's going to have to get his um, continuity with with these receivers, his timing down, and everything like that. And it's like you're either in or you're out. And to me, it kind of seemed like Taj was he was in when it was Tommy, and we were throwing the ball, and everything was good. And um, now that he sees the writing on the wall and how that offense needs to be ran to basically maximize um, to, uh, to, the talent to, on this team. Yeah, and to, to pull out a W. Right. So, and, yeah. you know, and that's just not going to get him. That, that kind of play right now, this late in the game, um, isn't going to get him to the NFL. And now he's, you're talking about you know this, this, this far in his fourth year, and he's going to have to try to you know, get better with it, you know, get a new quarterback and figure that out. So, I mean, there's probably a, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. So... All right. So, anyways, that's it. Taj, wish him luck. Um, that's yep. the end of that. We're moving on. Uh, just like we're going to move on to Wake Forest after talking about this frustrating game. So, uh-huh. uh, Marlo Wax, obviously easing up on the sidelines, was a huge miscue on his part. But after getting a horrible rough in the passer call for 
essentially nothing. He never touched him in the helmet or in the head anywhere that I saw. And, um, through, you know, I think he was easing up. Obviously, he didn't want to get another penalty, right? And two gets you thrown out of the game, if I'm not mistaken. So, right. right? So, um, mm. in hindsight, terrible. Dude tiptoed. They got to the, be They right. got to do it. They do. They have to be unsportsmanlike. You're right. Um, but tiptoe on the line, the dude... Um, Travis, he, uh, he, he made some moves yesterday and a good run should have, would have, could have been out, but he wasn't right. And we're, yep. we've got a lot of stuff here on the list. Uh, that's a uh, should have, would have, could have, uh, coach checking the tape on, on Garrett Schrader. Uh, I, I think that he, he stands up next week as the starter and I yeah. mean, that's that's just me unless we see something in practice or coach, excuse me, we're not going to see anything in practice, but coach sees something in practice. Uh, now, you know, this far into the season, these guys, uh, Garrett Trader with 60 pass attempts and Tommy DeVito with 52. With that said, they're, you know, they're 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 really close. They're really close with Garrett Trader on the rise. And, you know, I don't know what it's like in the locker room right now, but I think when coach says, I'm going to f- fast forward to this. When coach says, you know, he's talking about the mobile QBs and how it opens up options as long as they can pass. If Garrett Trader can get better passing the ball and he gets some continuity with these wide receivers and combine that with what he does with his legs, he, he could quite possibly be, I mean, I don't, I don't he could be good. He could be good. Yes. He, <laughs> he, he could be really good. And mm-hmm. uh, the only way he's going to be able to get good and get that continuity is being in game situations and just getting better every game. Okay. Yeah. We're kind of watching, uh, uh, you know, we call Jim Beheim the chemist. Well, Dino Babers is pulling out a little bit of, of uh, the chemist uh, f- this year for what he's got. So. Uh, Garrett Schrader, as long as he continues to improve, which I think he did, there's no doubt that he's going to be, he's going to be good. And yeah, so, well, I mean, he definitely did. And we, we heard Tyler talk about the, his opinions he had of the, of the receiver room, right. Um, minus Taj Harris and pretty much, I mean, there's not a lot to, you know, write home to mom about there, but, um, those guys are young. Some, well, some of them are young, and some of them are, you know, elder statesmen that are still trying to figure out this new quarterback. But um, nonetheless, they're pretty good blockers out there. And um, the, he pretty, I mean, I liked what, what, what I saw from Courtney Jackson um, and the way they got him the ball. And you could just tell that um, I just like what, what, what the call, the play calling in a play calling early was um, to what Gary, Gary Schrader talked about. It wasn't great. It was pretty basic. As soon as they started opening up. Um, you could see some things, and uh, that's what made me excited about that, the fact that, um, you know, it, it seemed like something clicked. And his his passing got better when, this year, from, or this game from last game, um, you know, without Taj Harris. So, And when you got uh, big, when you got Rhino out there, when the rollouts were really mm, impressive to me. When, yep. when you can roll out and you can get Chris Elmore out there to lay some big blocks and open up either running room or he's really good throwing the ball in the run, to rolling to his right. So you either get the running room, and he's looking. I mean, and he's, you know, the thing about him, too, is, is that he's not just looking to run, and he's not just looking at his first option. 
he's, he's, a, he's yes, he's patient. He's able to kind of read the field a little bit, and he does it while he's running. And he's he's got an escape route, you know, most of the time. You know, yeah. I mean, it's really he good. Hit he's full a, speed until he, he is fast. Did his speed surprise you on that fifty something yard run, whatever that was? Um, I thought he was fast, and then he really, I don't think, has really had the the opportunity really to show it, but he's, he's straight line fast. I think he has to go at a certain speed while he's rolling out. Yes. And then he's strong enough to kind of make that cut and make a strong guy miss like he did. Yeah. Um, but when he gets to the straight line speed, he's fast and he, get, and, and he gets, <laughs> he gets those strides going. Yeah. He was fast. I mean, he, he ran away from Florida state defenders. Yeah. DBs. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, Maybe not right from the jump, maybe acceleration and, nice. you know, rolling out. And I think he does the rollout kind of slow on purpose to give him more time to read. Uh, and then, you know, he can hit him with a different speed, you know, like basketball players do. But absolutely, um, I think that, that that run probably surprised uh, a lot of people in the stands. Um, a lot of our fans watching on TV, probably some of the Syracuse, probably a lot of F- FSU players on the field. And um, I don't know how many Syracuse players because they've probably seen it in practice. But, yeah, dude, that's straight line stride speed. He's definitely fast. And, and with that said, you know, Coach mentioned Chris Elmore, you know, a little rusty, but great to have him back, obviously, laying some big blocks, doing what he does. And it's just excellent having him out there. Like he said, in his in his time at the mic, you know, basically having another offensive lineman in the in the backfield and, and able to uh able to clear the path for Garrett Trader or you know obviously Sean Tucker so good to have him back right. and obviously um looking for him to knock the rust off and and get back to his old shape too so um coach mentioned last year this is totally different this is totally different our two losses were extremely close you can look back on a lot of different things in each one of the games and be and just make yourself sick about it because of the mistakes and some of the play calling um but being able to compete as he mentioned and like i said getting better every game joe um you know it's tough losing these close ones but uh, if you're making progress and this team is so far, I think, and they're developing and they're getting used to what they got going on. I think they've got a good game plan now. I think the playbook is going to get opened up a little bit each week. And mm-hmm. and the sky's the limit right now, right? So we don't know. Yeah, we don't know much. what the ceiling is, and I don't think it's where we're at. But you know, going from just the small things, man, just the small things. Yeah. We talked about penalties against uh, Albany. I mean, they've obviously cleaned that up pretty good. You know, I think uh, there wasn't there wasn't very frustrating penalties. There was some no, not that Syracuse committed. Like there was one on Deuce Chestnut that um, that was obviously a um, a hold on him, right? Um, and that was during I think it was ball intercepted. Is that what it was? I think the ball was nah. intercepted too, wasn't it? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The ball was intercepted yeah. by. Um... Uh, what's his name? The guy, the transfer from uh, New Mexico State. Thompson? No. Oh, I can't think of his name. Simmons. Yes, Jason Simmons. Um, so, um, yeah, that's a frustrating call, but a, a good call. Because yeah. he, he committed that. He committed that penalty. Penalties um, weren't that bad, right? They, and they weren't. You look at the no. turnovers, too. Um, I, I kind of went our way as well um obviously uh 
you know, we had one, but it was at the end of the half, uh, kind of throwing it up. They had two. They muffed the punt that kept us in the game. And then Deuce Chestnut, who had a, one of the best interceptions I've seen, college or pro. <laughs> yeah. Um, to keep us in the game as well. So that was a um, that was a turning point in that game. That and the muff punt, punt were huge. Down by uh, ten, I think, when the interception happened, and then down by. Seven, I believe, when the muff punt happened. I think it might have been ten and three. Ten. Thinking about, I think we were down ten with okay. the muff punt, and then down three with the either way, either, way, either way. Both both late, um, and we can go back and like I like I said, I mean, we can hit some. We can hit most of this up in in fan feedback, but going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going going forward on fourth down, um, because hmm. this was mentioned in hindsight, it's a bad call, right? Now, the thing is, they went for it twice on fourth down, unfortunately. And they and they missed it both times. And FSU goes for it twice on their opening drive, and they get them both. You know, yeah. a fourth and two and a fourth and one, something like that. So you're seeing a lot of the going forward on fourth down a lot. You're seeing it everywhere. You're seeing it in NCAA. It was all over the NFL today. Um, yep. Everywhere. Uh, and and so. As a defense, you've got to be prepared for that. And uh, as an offense, you've got to be able to design something that's going to be able to get the job done. Obviously, at the goal lines, I think that's the most difficult spot you know, to do it. Fourth and goal, yeah. at, I mean, that's just difficult. And um, obviously, that failed. Uh, unfortunately, looking back, you take the freaking points. But we did we, we raked Hugh Freeze over the same thing. Yeah, but, that was, but that was early, right? And I think that's really what... earlier. You know, the, yeah. Earlier, and I mean, the first half, I think it was one of those things where Dino was looking at it like, um, you know, if we can score, if we can get the lead, maybe we can, you know, take their hearts like, you know, um, like we were talking about last last podcast, because, again, an 0-4 team that's not really as bad as an 0-4 team, you got talent. We all saw it, you know, um, but if you get them, if you get on them early, then sometimes, you know, you can you can kill their heart and can end up taking taking that, but um, I'm on the sides of just as long as it's close, you just got to get the points. You you know, I mean the Buffalo. You look at Buffalo today. I think they were winning like 16 nothing, but they had like they were dominating, but they had like three field goals right in the beginning. They end up winning 40 nothing, but they just kept getting what was given to them: three points, three points, three points. Next right. thing you know, they open it up. So it just sucks, you know, when you look at you know, I'm sure Hugh Freeze thought the same thing, and that was late last. Last game, though, that was the difference with that. But even with this, you know, you look at situations where, you know, we go forward on fourth down where we could have kicked field goals, where we really didn't use the clock that well at the end of the first half, right, with the timeouts and stuff that we had um, to give us uh, a better chance to get in field goal range. So there was a bunch of missed opportunities as far as that's concerned. Absolutely. And like I said, I think we made progress. So I think that's good. Uh, Schrader improved from last week, obviously. Like I said, we're gonna. They need to work on opening up the playbook and getting a little more creative. But um, you know, take that's the good, the bad, some some more questionable coaching, um, and you know, I mean, it was early. Yeah. Thankfully, it was early again. You know, we 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 saw that in a game, the, the game against Liberty, I believe. Yeah. Um, and, and it was early, and it didn't really. I mean, at the end of the day, we lost by three. So. No, Any yeah. one of those things could have been <laughs> something that changed the game. So, yeah, uh, you know, well, and the play calling was a little vanilla. You know, you like to see. You know, I mean, I know that it was a defensive game early, so it took both offenses a little while to figure out what worked. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a 
shouldn't have lost this game. No, we, we play like if we played like this with this with the roster that we had as far as the team that we had going up against Florida State, then we would have beat Rutgers. So, and I, I'm a I'm a firm believer in that. I, I um, think uh, if we played like we played against Liberty, we beat Rutgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. Um, again, it's frustrating to be three and two and see some of this stuff and see, um, I'm not even going to bring up, we'll, we'll I'll save it for fan feedback. And, we, yeah. we, 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 I know that there's going to be things that are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, it's tough when we get going and get talking to remember, Hey, there's fan right. feedback. But if you, <laughs> but as far as this game, if you look at the stats, I mean, the first downs were close. Uh, time of possession was close. The penalties were close. Uh, turnovers, all that stuff. Uh, even when you look at the plays and even the the yards, three eighty nine to three seventy eight. Um, you know these. You could definitely tell the defense dominated in the beginning, and both offenses had to figure it out. And I mean, we both defenses still held both teams to under four hundred yards, which is good. So, um, yeah, they just were a little bit better in third down and fourth down efficiency, and and then there was some uh, some gifts given. But other than that, I mean, you look at the um, the team stats and everything in a box score. Uh, it looks like a, a really, really close game, but we'll we'll get into fan feedback and then explain why um, shouldn't really been that close. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. Uh, you guys know what to do at the end of every game. I ask for your thoughts on said game on Twitter and Facebook, and you give them. I read some of them, some of them I don't bother with, but most of them I do read. And then I pick some and we talk about them here. So as I'm trying to, as I'm trying to kill time because I'm unprepared. Uh, by the way, Joe was really trying to get to Blacksburg, but he just bought a house and he's remodeling it and it's a ton of work. So he's not going to make it. It's, too, it's, it's, it's just not in the cards for him. But I was, I was waiting to even say anything and see what Joe was going to do. So I got my tickets today. I'm going. Okay. Gonna see, I'm going to see our boy Gio up there. And uh, hopefully Syracuse can pull one out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways. At, let's, start with, let's start with Twitter. Let's do this. At Philly Cheese Jake. ACC's got to make sure one of their Golden Boy schools don't go 0-5 at home to Syracuse. The crew should never call another game ever again. Okay. While I think there was some questionable coaching, as I talked about, I think the dagger ultimately was missing the holding call late. And no one knows what would have could have happened if they called that penalty, sent him back 10 yards. But we're likely going into overtime. Was it a deal maker or breaker? Absolutely not. But crucial time and an obvious, obvious hold. And it wasn't just that. And it's just so frustrating, so frustrating to have that end like that. Like I would rather just lose straight up, not have anything like that. And we talk a lot in basketball. I think this pertains to basketball more so because of the pace of it, but don't leave it up to the refs, right? It's just, it's just, it's just different with basketball. But this is, yeah, you know, this is one of those ones that I do not like to blame the refs for a loss. I don't think I, I don't think I'm blaming the refs for the loss. But it's just so frustrating, and I was pissed as many of you, as you were, 
I was pissed after that. I used foul language on Twitter, which I try not to do. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty pissed. I apologize for that. Uh, but, uh, Joe, we talked afterwards. You know how pissed I was. It's all of the little things. Any one of those little things could have made a difference in this game. Obviously not right. a deal maker or a breaker. But at the end of the day, you got to call that penalty. Yeah, I mean, there was there was things that you saw, and I mean, for the most part, it was a pretty clean game. Um, but I don't know. I think that we've talked about this every single time we've played at Florida State since we've been in the <laughs> ACC. It just seems like, I mean, I remember a, distinctly still a play way back when Bristley Esteem was on our team, and he ran a, a go route or something like that. It was a obvious pass interference, didn't call it, and kind of, you know, set the uh, trend for the day and it just seems like, like every time we go play at Florida State like I'm I expect to get just you know bad calls Railroad. when you look and, and the thing is 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 it's sneaky in there right like we're 3 for 28 yards right okay so three three penalties for 28 yards well one of them happened to be on a play where I think we stopped, I think it was a second or a third down and we were either going to get the ball back or it was going to be third and long and um Marlo Wax which I didn't think roughing the passer. He came down and hit the guy's arms. I don't know that they said he hit him in the arm and he pushed him to the ground. He was already in motion. The dude was going down anyway. He threw the ball going backwards. It didn't look anything egregious. Um, You know, I bet you if anybody, if any Syracuse fan had a a conversation with Mark Herzlich, the guy that was on the commentary that said when they showed that linebacker, that that, yes. Yeah. Old linebacker played at Boston college. Then at the Giants, um, retired. He battled cancer when he was in college, came back, made the NFL. Great story. Uh, good guy. And he came out and he even said it. Um, you know, uh, when Marlo X hit, hit the quarterbacks, like, that's not that's not roughing the passer. Just like when he got held with the second to last play of the game. They get told you heard the You heard him say it right. Out, oh, yeah. there's a hold. Like, yeah. as the play was going up. Everybody right? saw that hold. Let me tell you, I, I trolled around some FSU tweets. They saw the hold too. They didn't care, and I wouldn't care either well, if I was a fan. You don't care, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. But it, but they admitted it. I mean, it was that my point is is they had, they knew it too, and it was that well, yeah, as a yeah as a fan, you see them. I mean, there's plenty of times I see Syracuse get away with stuff, and I'm like, oh well, sure, they sure. got away with it, right? And yeah, like basketball. I'm talking basketball, basketball especially. Like that, you know? Yeah, but even that hold with Jason Simmons interception, you know, it's like two of our three penalties. It, it basically kept a drive going in which I believe they that, went and got a field goal. And then the other one was now, a penalty. Th- that hold on Deuce Chestnut was nowhere near as egregious as the one. No. Uh, no. Marlo Wax. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Marlo I Wax was 90 degrees perpendicular running at the quarterback. Trying to turn around. Trying to turn to so hard guy. that his face mask was in his shoulder pad. So, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, you could look up, I'm sure if you, if you're listening, you've, you've seen it on social media, uh, right. you've seen the still shot. It's, a and gr- then you don't even know because if you look at it, when he got his, uh, uh roughing the passer, who's to say that that's not why he, you know, I'd always tell somebody to at least just push him out with a shoulder pad or something. Right. But whenever you have the quarterback over there in a sideline, it's all always tricky. You know, yeah. so it's one of those things where you don't know. I mean, he could have came up and hit hit him when he when he pulled up, and they they call a fifteen yard penalty, and then we're still mad at Marlowe Wax, right? So it's like, and who knows if that earlier play of roughing the passer got him in that whole mentality of, oh, I can't hit the quarterback, then I guess, and maybe that's why he pulled up and did that, right? So I, I think so. Um, you never know 
how things or how something that gets called causes something. Um, and again, if you're um, just a generic fan that didn't watch this game and you go look at the stats and, oh, a Syracuse three penalties for 28 yards and FSU three penalties for 30 yards, um, then obviously you're not going to understand. But if you go back and watch it, those penal- the penalties that we had, two of them at least, were, were timely like – you know, erase a, a turnover or continue a drive to where Florida State goes down and puts some points on the board. Uh, at we're never going to get through these at this rate. At Jay Hurlbut, oh six can't throw the ball. Uh, I mean, look, <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that nope. bad. Thirteen for twenty three. Is that fifty six percent? Whatever. Something. Better for that. Better than last year. Yeah, for one hundred and fifty yards, and you know the interception was a. That was a, I mean, unfortunately those count, but a, right, hail, right. a hail mary, a hail mary at the end of the half is, yeah. is it is what it is. And, and you don't need anything long, especially when you're doing RPO stuff. When you get in the the defense moving like that, all it takes is somebody like you. Everyone saw Anthony Queeley. Anthony Queeley, he just ran for his touchdown. He ran across the field. He just ran a slant across the field. I mean, it ended up being about a fourteen something yard pass when he caught it because he ran all the way across the field, but. I mean, he averaged six and a half yards um, per pass, and I mean, that's really all you you need. I mean, Florida State's quarterback averaged 4.1 yards per pass, so, um, you know, it's worse than us. I I thought that that the other quarterback looked worse at throwing than our quarterback did, and, you know, when you 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 start with that, you start with the RPO, I'm a running quarterback, I'm a dual threat quarterback, and we have an awesome running back, and let's pound it, pound it. Garrett Schrader next to him, you put their stats next to one another. He was he he was better on both both running and passing the ball. Yep. He was. So yep. but they did better on third down, fourth down conversion. Yeah. Um so that's that's what our, our that's what it looks like, right? So you have RPO, we're running it, running it. You're gonna stop us. You're gonna stop Eden Sean, then you're gonna stop Garrett. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna play action you and then roll out. And make you and guess like little, a mug not knowing what the right. hell's going on. Or get Courtney Jackson the ball within a two to five yard range and let him turn turn and run up the field like he did in a couple of plays, right? You gotta get your get the ball playmakers in space. Yeah, they're not gonna be bombs. You know, we had the one down there at the end where Devon Cooper you know, couldn't keep his uh his feet in and you know, there's gonna be times where we miss some stuff like that, but you know, you gotta get gradual with it and, and it's been proven you know, you gotta beat us from the run and then back. So uh, as long as we can keep defensive backs Honest, which I think he did. It yeah, be all right. I think so. And 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 he overthrew Mang on on that little floater oh, yeah. in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, un- unfortunate too. Mang's slowing down to look back for the ball as well. But you guys got they, they got to be on the same page with stuff like that. If you're not on this, if you don't practice enough with each other, and you're not on the same page with those little floaters like that, they're never going to be. Right. They're never going to be pretty. So uh, un- unfortunate. You know, missed opportunity there. That was another one of the missed opportunities, obviously. At Lax yep. Attic 15, you never want to blame a call on the refs, but they blew it for Q's hands down. At Q's Waterboy replied, we might not have won the game, but that call 100% lost it for us. And that's where, that's how fans feel. And that's, those are two very good fan thoughts because it's exactly how I was feeling after the game. And it got emotional. I mean, you know. It's an it's an emotional loss when you lose like that. It sucks. You just you just want to turn back time and fix it, and you can't. Right. Uh, at Sheikh Rashad eight, 
They played a good game that was holding, and the Qs got robbed. If the ref makes that call, then the Qs, I believe, win this game in overtime. Well, we'll never know, unfortunately. Andrew on Facebook. Looks like we've found a D1 QB, build around it, and improve every week. I don't see many positive comments for Garrett Schrader. I don't understand that. I I don't either. I don't either. Now, look, I said last week, and I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. I don't care who plays as long as we win the game. Joe has said, I think Garrett Schrader gives us the best possible chance to win. I, I, I firmly believe that now. And not that I didn't before, but I firmly believe that now after this game, even though we lost, I don't think, I don't think Tommy could have kept us in this game the way Garrett Schrader did with some of the struggles of the defense. A lot of it came down to Garrett having to, in the offense, the whole offense, it came down to them having to make the, make the plays because the defense did struggle a little bit. And I don't know if Tommy could have done it. That's, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, and that's <laughs> right there with you. I've been, I've been there. And I know. Again, the, the Liberty game and affirmed firmed it up for me, even though it was a little sketchy. I mean, I know people would wanted to see a little I bit just better wanted, passing. Yeah, that's me. I wanted to see better passing. But minus you have a minus Taj Harris this week, and he comes in and he passes better um, against the Florida State team, who um, you know they might have a better defense than than Liberty. To be perfectly honest with you, um, and yeah, he impressed me. So I, I mean, I, I fully expect him, barring an injury, to be our starting quarterback for the rest of the year. Uh, I, I would expect that too, as long as you know, barring you know some some horrible games or whatever. But he seems to be on one end. He seems to be pretty careful. He's he's pretty calculated to me. It seems. Um, real quick before we finish with fan feedback, you're giving me a weird look, Joe. Is it because you heard the music? Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Go to your iOS or Android store. Download the Spotify Green Room app today. Get in there. Username, password, email address. That's all you need. It's free. Download the app. Sign up. Follow us at Cuse Militia. You can get in there and um, you can listen to us either live or you can get in there and chat. You can listen to other people too. You don't even have to listen to us the whole time. You can start your own thing. You can follow uh, many other people. And topics range from sports to pop culture to everything. So uh, get over there today to the Spotify Green Room app and download that thing. Download that sucker. It's free. The hell are you waiting for? All right, know. Joe. Huh? You don't know. You don't know. Uh, Brandon <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, I, I, the, the Green Room app is up, and I've lost the hold on here it is okay all right dominic's in there what's up dominic dominic's traveling today um so all right back at it uh brandon awful play call management by dino yet again especially at the end of the second quarter before the half yes the official missed the play call but i think that i think the fate of this game was settled before that missed call also i want to add that fsu is not more skilled than Syracuse, but they did get outcoached. Okay, well, fair enough. I think that's a reasonable. I think that's a reasonable assessment of that. Uh, the the last thirty seconds he's talking. About, I mean, it's reasonable. Uh, you know where I stand on the penalty. 
So uh, I've already I'm on record. Oh, yeah, there. no, I get that. I mean, I guess my whole I'm not talking about the penalty as much as I'm. But the, think. the 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 thirty seconds, the the worst thirty seconds of college football this weekend belongs to Dino Babers on the. Uh, <sighs> it was the Aquili catch. Uh, I I don't remember how many yards it was, but it was a first down. So the clock's going to stop momentarily. Should have been a timeout called. They didn't call a timeout. They was they 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 rushed to the line. They snap another one. I think it was another one to Queely, if I'm not mistaken. And it, it, I guess they said it hit the ground. I mean, it was enough, close enough, in my opinion, that it should have at least been looked at. And that's what Coach was thinking. But the play clock's winding down, so now he burns the timeout. So uh, you know when he should have just called the timeout at the first down and just regrouped. But um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't good. But like Joe said. They ended up cleaning it up, and I think that, um, you know, I mean, as long as you, as long as it doesn't get worse, I guess I, mean, I don't have too much to complain about. Although that was at the second half, but there's some questionable things, no doubt, no doubt about it. No top fan. I, I was just saying. I just... What? I'm sorry. Do what? My whole comment there was that I just didn't think that I don't think that they necessarily got out coached. I think that was a bad sequence of play, but I wouldn't say that for the overall game we got out coached. Yeah, I mean the coaching was pretty close. I mean, all the yeah. decisions made, you know, some questionable play calls, but we've been experiencing that. Uh Dominic top fan, he got his cheers on Facebook. I wish I could have watched the game so I could have seen Schrader live and not just Listening on the radio, it sounds like he is really, really improving. I'm disappointed and my gut hurts, but I s- still see a bowl game for this team. When the season started, I didn't have it checked as a W. So I didn't have this game as a W either. I still do think, nope. even though I had them at preseason, um, I had them at 5-7, and seven, but I still do have faith that this team, as long as they can improve and uh, build off of what they're doing and they've gotten some of the toxicity out of there and, and, you know, to just move on with what we got and the pieces that we have, I think they pull, I think they can pull bowl game out, but it is dicey to say the least because Pittsburgh, NC state, Louisville, Boston college, Virginia tech, Clemson, wake forest. Those are the rest of our games, folks. And it is going to be a gauntlet. Jeff G on Facebook, Sideline let up with Wax Hurt, too, but you know the flag would have come out. Uh, it's a possibility. <laughs> you said that earlier, too, didn't you, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's one of those things that that's where it kind of hurts the mentality. That's where, like, bad calls can get you. Because I'd, I'd be willing to bet that he doesn't get that that call called on him earlier. Then, I mean, number one, we probably might have been leading at, at that point with them having to go down and get a touchdown. But also, um, you know, he wouldn't have pulled up right there. And if he just pushes him out of bounds. And again, that's my whole thing is, I guess, it's about the the mental aspect of it, I think. Um, there's a couple of plays where you saw that. Number one, that play. You know, you have, did the penalty mess up? Did this, that? Like, players need to know that, you know, just because – you know, the quarterback's running up the sideline. doesn't mean you got to blast them. You know what I mean? Right. You just got to get nice them little, out. Nice little push. Just yeah. a nice little, you know, stiff arm push, right? Or like, and again, one of the most, and it was bad because it was made by a, a good defensive player. Um, 
and it was probably the one play that we haven't talked about. No one has really. Um, Florida State puts a receiver in motion. The guy runs behind the quarterback. Quarterback throws a backwards pass that he drops, which is a fumble. Mm -hmm. And I believe it was Garrett Williams who came up. And in that situation, you need to die for the ball all the while taking out the legs of anybody around you. Anybody near you. And um, it was Deuce that went for the ball that totally uh, missed it. I think he. Oh, it was Deuce. Yeah, it was his moment. Either way, we have good corners, right? And I just looked at it like I saw that ball and and I thought. Sean, I was like, oh, well, this is our ball, or at least a field goal, right? Like, cause we're not going to just – you dive for the ball and you just let the guy pick it up and then run for a touchdown. And yeah. that's what I mean when you see everything that happened and, like, how they scored and the points that we gave up and then some of the things that went against us versus, you know, the penalties called or not called. Um, yeah, that that's, that, that's where I can really get down with any of the fans that thought that, yes, we were a better team. But we all know the best, you know, the better teams don't always win. It just seems like any little type of luck play that they had or anything that happened positive for them turned into points. Yeah. And it just didn't happen for us, you know. Yeah. And uh, Deuce, he was really trying to get the ball, man. His 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 momentum just carried him through and he just ended up flying past it. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Right. I get that. But um, you got to do what you can to make sure that. That that does that not happen. happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At first, my first watch, I thought, did they realize it was a fumble right away? But they did. They did. I, I watched. The, I watched the replay uh, this morning, and they did. If you think it's an incomplete pass, you don't go diving at the ball on the ground. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. So um, I'm just surprised that the receiver didn't jump down on it. The receiver actually tried to, because I'll tell you what: if if Deuce comes in and he does take him out, or he does slide under and get the ball then that receiver is getting yelled at for not jumping on it and trying to pick it up. Yeah. So that whole play to me, technique wise that you're, that you're coached as, as football players, both guys really played it the wrong way. And this guy ends up picking it up and running for a touchdown. I mean, you rarely see that happen. And um, technique wise and the way you, you want to coach that both of them messed up, but guy picks up the ball and scores a touchdown and worked out for them. Yeah, absolutely. Matt V. On Facebook, no thoughts, we suck, fire babers. Well, that's the spirit, Matt. Mm. That's the spirit. <laughs> um, I, I don't understand. I don't understand comments like that. Like, I just I, I don't need. I don't either. But there was I'm another not comment on something I can't understand. Um, well, it's just uh, heat of the moment stuff. There was one more, and I have got to find it so we can go over this. And then we no, but got- the heat of the moment, though. I mean, realistically, like. That was a positive. Like, I'm sorry. Again, you can't just look at Florida State as 0-4. Like, again, everyone wants to say, you are what your record is and this, this, and that. Like, eh. in college football, like, you lose a couple guys. You know, I would say you are what your record is in NFL because everyone's a professional. You lose a guy, you, you replace him with another professional, right? So, um, but if you have a couple guys that are hurt, like, look at Clemson. Clemson's only got five offensive linemen that are healthy enough that they trust and really they're still kind of struggling. Right. Um, it's the worst offense I've seen Clemson in a little while. So like you can't just say that you are what your record is. Clemson is a better than a two and two, but because of the teams that they've played, that's where they're at. So realistically, um, and Dominic, I know you didn't listen or you didn't get to watch and you just listened yesterday. Um, but I'm telling you right now, yesterday or uh, Saturday. Yeah. Yesterday was the, um, closest, Office. Nope, he's fading. 
last play that we've seen on an offense since Dungeon. Hello? Hold on, Dominic. Dominic. Dominic's Hello? here. You you broke up the last part of what you said. Dominic's broke here. up. You, you broke up the last part of what you said. Broke up. Can you hear me? me? Yeah, Dominic. Yeah. Yeah, Dominic. Yeah. Um, I got my echo me? though. Yes, Dominic. I can hear you, but I got my echo though. Yes, Dominic. I can hear you, but I'm. You are. <laughs> I'm trying to switch it from the car to uh, to the headset. Hold on. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna. Ha- I can't listen to myself. So I have a hard enough. I have a hard enough time oh, listening to myself through the headphones as it is, let alone twice. Um, anyways, I had this. I had this one sitting in the sitting here. Uh, I meant to. I meant to bring this one in so we could just go through it. If if I think we've pretty much hit everything, but at our files ninety bad officiating. Dino's decision making still bad. Uh, Dino's decision making still bad. Plenty of times. Slow adjustments. Clock management. Bad play calls in key situations. Two for four conversions in red zone. Mental errors. Wax not following through. Schrader is the guy. And glad to see multiple wide receivers get um, get to make plays. So, yeah, it is the story going in, obviously. I think it's without question the story going into this Wake Forest game back in Syracuse is going to be these wide receivers and, and how they can... Um, turn this thing around and showcase what they have. We were so worried, like I mentioned last year, when Abdul Adams and Jarvion Howard um, opted out for the season and the great Sean Tucker rears his head. And, you know, that's how stars are made, man. It's the next man up. I mean, how many times has that happened? Look at, didn't that happen with Tom Brady? Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Now look at the guy. I'm just... I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not I mean, I'm get, just yeah. the same situation. I get that. So, um, you know, hey, we just gotta we gotta identify. So, the one thing that I look at too is is the way that we are so run heavy. That could pretty much open up anybody. You know, um, you see uh, the fullback there for San Francisco 49ers. They're so run heavy that they that guy he gets play action catches for like 40, 50 yard touchdowns like every year um so it's a situation where even a rhino and even like a max mang should have caught a touchdown this past week yeah you know uh, i think devon cooper i think he's coming along in the slot and uh um i think he's taking over trevor pena courtney jackson we saw get the ball get him in space and honestly when luke benson comes back i think that we're going to be utilizing him as well um doesn't have to be just receivers when you're when your running game can when you can run this good you know when Schrader can run the way he did and then Tucker still break a hundred yards um, even when they got eight in the box and are trying to stop you then um, it's not going to be that difficult to get some of your playmakers in there it's just you got to have playmakers so um, but it doesn't have to be that I can see Rhino going out for passes I can see we saw uh, Abdul Adams and Sean Tucker both in the lineup at the same time two uh, two running backs right so uh again Taj is a big loss but you got to figure out who's who's who and who's going to make plays and what where you what what you have to run and where you have to put players as far as position wise to make it work this year uh and then hopefully you know your playmakers get a little bit better as the years go on but I saw a jump just from Liberty to this game with with the coach just saying okay this is our guy we're going with him this is it 
Yeah. Right. And, and, and I saw that and jump no, just right. in one game. So all these other things, I think we're. I mean, not even one game as much as um, from first quarter to second quarter to, to second half. I think we saw it. Uh, if we played the first half like the second half, we would have been in the forties. So maybe we got something going there, and we just build from there. All right, Dominic's back. Dominic, do you think you can punt a ball more than ten yards? Oh God, no! I'm I'm old and decrepit. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! We need a punter. Said, my my, my seventh year old son yes. can do it about twenty five yards. He 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 tried it in high school. Okay. So. <laughs> well, we we went we went um, we we used your one of your thoughts uh, your thought at the, through Facebook in fan feedback, uh, but you listen to a lot of the games obviously because you're working and stuff. But uh, team your team Tommy, have you had have you had times unapologetically team Tommy being from Jersey? Have you had yes. any have you had any time to go back and look and see exactly how Schrader ended up playing yesterday? And do you have any thoughts on the quarterback battle? That I think is I, over, by the way. I think it's over, by the way. I, I think it's over, and I'm okay with it being over as long as we win um, or as long as the quarterback plays well. Um, you know, it, it was just – Tommy for me was, okay, Dino came in and the program is going to change. And to me – it was I know it sounds silly, it's football, it's not life, but there was an emotional emotional attachment to Tommy because he's here's his four star and he's choosing us. And so I really just wanted to finally see that potential that we never got to see. Right. And I think Go on. I don't care as long as we win. <laughs> right. I know that sounds awful. And you know, we're both Italian guys. He he is from the county. Where in Jersey, where my wife and I lived before we moved to North Carolina. So it's, I mean, if he didn't go to private school, like one of my best friends in the world probably would have taught him at Cedar Grove High School. So it's, it, it is a little bit more for me because it's like, I feel like I know the kid, even though I don't just from where he's from in New Jersey. So, and you know, he's, he's a Goomba, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, I was, I, to be honest, I was nervous <clears throat> Mississippi State let him basically put him the wide receiver because they to let him go. It, he basically it's like in the NFL you're being released. That that's the way it looked like to me. And um, my best friend here in North Carolina, he moved here because he's a Marine and um, he's from Mississippi. And his his he's a he's a bulldog. He's a Mississippi State fan, and he he was telling me, well the. You know, we're not sure what you have out of him, but he can't throw. And so I never thought he would be able to win the job. That's why I never wanted to see him because of, of the things that he had told me about him when he was at Mississippi State. So I he he doesn't remind me of Dungey. I know people are like, oh, he reminds me of John. They, just because you run, Dungey was a different – I hope people really – understand hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on i i understand what we had with dungy but he is dungy-esque in some of the things that he does though he is because yeah he's er dominic he's early dungy yeah like the first couple years he wasn't the greatest passer yeah uh and one of the reasons why kicking anyone well not yet (laughs) and when hey 
hey Dominic, and one of the reasons why he left Mississippi State was because um, when he's after the, he started a couple games his retro freshman year, they changed coaches to Mike Mike Leach, which is we we all know is like air raid throwing all over the place. So he's not that kind of quarterback, no. Right, but, but that's that's why they moved him, and they essentially were like, all right, well, this is like your best fit of where you are in the team. Pretty much like you said, kicking him out of the quarterback room and essentially kicking him out of you know that that university because they knew that he was going to transfer but that's only because of the coaching change and the systematic change he actually put up a pretty impressive redshirt freshman year i know i agree with that but then we like dino wants to do what leach does at least he has said that that's what he wanted to do so when when no, he used anymore. that logic well right well i, I mean i'm going by I'm going by the oranges and new fast, and I'm like, he's not right. going to succeed here. And I haven't seen this is my biggest, my biggest thing with Dino. If if I have a problem with him, he does not up to now. He didn't change. There was no adjustment. It, it's the biggest thing. You guys know I live in in Greenville, North Carolina, where East Carolina is. Ruffin McNeil got fired years ago because he couldn't adjust, especially after. Um, his offensive coordinator, what's his name, went, became the head coach of Oklahoma. Like there was no adjusting. This it, it was like I stand in the ground, and this is this is who I am, and you, you're going to have to beat me this way. And that's the way Dino was for a little while. So I didn't see him utilizing Schrader. I, I thought that he was too, to be honest, too arrogant to do it, thinking this 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 is orange and new fast is what we're going to do. So I'm actually really pleased that he's saying, you know what. This is he's a good quarterback. This is who he is. This is Tucker. This is who he is. And that we're going to change our game plan and our philosophy to meet the 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 talent that we have on this team. And I'm really impressed with that. Now it is making game now it's getting better at that. Because now you they're changing their whole philosophy. All of it. I mean, that's why I don't know if you talked about this. I came in a little late. That's why Taj went into the portal. The philosophy. Yep. There's no more verts, people. It's it's over. I mean, and Tommy wasn't like, Tommy wasn't exactly nailing the verts. No, I well this year he wasn't. <laughs> no, but he I was mean, getting the targets, and that was the right. Thing. Yeah, yes, yeah, Dominic. Right. We did say that. I said Taj did come in oh, for so, the right. orange is the new fast. Well, right. The, yeah. The orange is no so longer I, the fast. And I'm super um, impressed. So again, I, that he's I changing too, but I don't. I'm, I don't Hold on, you guys. I don't blame are... Taj. I don't blame Taj for getting in the portal, and I honestly wouldn't even blame Tommy at this point if he announced tomorrow. No, I wouldn't either. I'm, I'm. You know what? I, you got. You want guys that want to be there. I have a kid. He's 17. He wants to play baseball in college. If he went to a school um, his freshman year. And, you know, he goes in thinking he's going to play catcher in first base. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, we want you to put you in, in, in center field. He'd be he he knows that he can't succeed there at center field. He he runs, right. you know, a seven, six, 60. He couldn't do it. So, he, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, th- these players know what they're good and that they're bad at. They are for I'm 45 years old. It is so different now than when I was in high school. It, it's it's so different. These guys are professionals. They train like professionals. Yeah, I've gone to some of these baseball camps, guys. These guys, these kids, they they they're unbelievable. 
I've never seen any like college athletes like this in person before. And it's all, they're all spending thousands of dollars to get to play in college because they think they can get to the pros. They're, they're essentially what, when we, when I was in high school, were, were, were professional, you know, going in, they're just refined. That's the best way to put it. They, they're refined and they know their weaknesses and they, they know their strengths. So now Tommy and Todd, and I'm not going to say Tommy because I don't know if he's going to leave. I, Taj has to go find a school that's going to throw him verts from the slot. That's what he has to do. So I, I, I wish him well. And, and I think Tommy, if he, see, he may look at, at Garrett and be like, he's going to get hurt. I'm going to stay here because I have a chance to show that I could play. Because I think that Tommy thinks that he could play in the NFL because of his arm talent. I don't think that Tommy could play in the NFL because he has no touch on the short passes. And I think that the reason why people are dropping passes for so, so long is because he, he just threw it a hundred miles an hour. I mean, who cares mm-hmm. about the glove or anything? Hey, when, when, <laughs> when, you, when you throw something that hard at somebody, I'm going to say a college athlete, you know, they're still college athletes. So you got, he, he doesn't know how to put touch on the ball, but that's, you know, I, I, I'm really, really impressed with the change of the game plan and I'm just going to say that Syracuse scored 30 points. If they didn't miss that extra point, I would have had 31. Um, it was uh, our defense that let me down and getting the score right two weeks in a row. And uh, you only give me 5% oh, of the credit is, is <laughs> That is some bullshit, Dominic. <laughs> Everybody put yes. your waiters on. Everybody. Let me tell you something. Just because you put it on paper before I, yeah, of course you get you you put your score out on the podcast before any before you put that that post out. So you know what I was thinking the whole time. I let everyone know it before you put on it. I'm like it's going to be close game, 24-21. I even told my kids I'm like Schmidt's going to win it at the last minute, at the last second. And here he goes. My son is bouncing up and down on the couch like you're right, Dad. You're right, Dad. So, but I, you know what? I'll give you that 95% because we got the W. I don't give a darn. Who cares? Okay. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. All right, Dominic. Guys, I'm going to listen now because we're, we're I'm 10 miles out well, from uh, Alexandria. And your okay. state sucks. Hey, easy. Sucks. <laughs> easy. It ain't that bad. Nine, oh, my gosh. The traffic when you when Oh, you the traffic's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Th- the, this is unbelievable. Yeah, there's I'm gonna here. I'm gonna use an uh, an old traffic and weather together. Dominic, what do you got? Yes, (laughs) (laughs) it's clear here on 95 in Alexandria. Yeah, at at, at 8:30 on a freaking Sunday. Yes, let me tell you something. And it's packed. The speed limit here is 60 miles an hour. I can only go 65. Like it it, it is. It's it's wall to wall car. I I would never. I, I know you live out by the beach. There's no way I could live near D.C. There's no way. Oh, well, no. Why no the way. hell would you want to live near D.C. No. anyway? No. You want to burn? You burn in hellfire there. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> that place I, is I a freaking cesspool. <laughs> I, and I know this is going to make your ears bleed. All I know is that by tomorrow afternoon, I will be enjoying the fall weather of New Hampshire. Yeah, so. that's, that's, that's uh, too bad. Awesome. That's too bad. It was 86 <laughs> degrees here today in Virginia Beach, and That's I was in the awesome. pool. And I was in the I pool. That. I, yeah. It's one thing I don't miss. Dominic, oh. Dominic, yes. you've eaten up any extra time that we had. So I appreciate you. Okay. Thanks for being You keep a, talking to th- me. Whose fault is that? Th- hey, <laughs> uh, I had things to say after I listened to you for 15 minutes. I got a freaking note. I took right, notes. I took notes. All right. 
Dominic, we love you, buddy. I appreciate you. I appreciate you chiming in, man. All right. Go, go. I really hope my wife gets me those tickets to the NC State game so we can enjoy some suds together. There you go. Okay. All right, man. Well, you take care. Safe travels. Thank you. All right, buddy. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, Dominic, everybody. Okay. Uh, Joe, that about does it for us, bud. Okay. Any closing thoughts? Let's put this shit game behind us and move on uh, to, uh, well, Wake Forest. Unfortunately, I mean, it's a shit game, and I hate having to sit here and like you know, this play and that call and this play. I know. Um, That's the game again, we play. How many how many games in the last couple of years have we lost? Loss. Like, like loss, loss easily, hands down. Yeah, I'm too many. You know, and that's that's kind of what I'm looking at right now is that we have three and two, two games that were winnable. Now that we have some stability as far as who's going to play where and we know what's going on, we can move forward from the drama from, you know, the first four, three games of the season. And, um, you know, this defense isn't going to give up. And, and it's it's exotic. I mean, it had its, its bad plays, but they still played well, well enough to win. And, um, you know, this is, is as excited as I've been to watch Syracuse since Dungey left, <laughs> since I was at the Camp of World Bowl, watching him beat up on damn West Virginia. In, tw- in 2019, uh, yeah. Yeah, 2019, yeah. So, so this is the most excited that I am. I mean, it's and it's the most, you know, it, it brings that Dungey feeling back. You know, I know he's not exactly Dungey. Well, uh, no, but he's well, gonna no. Be, he's going to be compared to him, and he still has two years of eligibility. So, um, I'm telling you, you know, man, we'll see. I'm telling you. If he hones in his passing and he keeps doing what he's doing and he learns how to slide right. instead of taking these hits because it's the last thing we but need. That, but that's but the dungeon thing. Talk, that's what Tyler talked about, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what Tyler that's talked the, about was yeah. that trying to get him to slide from the first couple of years. You know, Dungey was a warrior from Jump Street. It was just he was small. Um, I mean, you could argue Garrett was was bigger and in a better position coming in physically wise um, to actually start as a freshman. Uh, but the passing game and, and the improvisation of the passing game, um, improvisation of the passing game, I'm sorry. Um, we saw that build year to year with Dungey. Yeah. Was he, it? Could always, he could always run. He could always take a hit. He was always a warrior trying to get that extra yard and the first down and everything. But you saw it all get cleaned up just year after year, just a little bit better, a little bit cleaner, a little bit more confident in what he was doing, even with the passing games, even with the RPO option to throwing it, for a touchdown, like he he got better every single year to the point where it ended up in a, a ten and three year. And um, again, we got a this guy's still a sophomore, so yeah. so let's let's give him time to develop in this system too. By the way, this is something especially considering what he's got two starts. Yeah, I know everybody jumped the gun so early on. I mean, don't even get me started. I mean, that's just how the, the Syracuse fans, I mean, fandom in general is like that, but... You can go another um, 10, 15 minutes about that. Oh, I know. Exactly. Alright, we are going to put this one behind us and look to Wake Forest. We will do that mm-hmm. Tuesday. Hope you're here. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out of here. Peace. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.